You're listening to a podcast from Hertfordshire's Mix 92.6. Our weekend breakfast show is sponsored by Deacon White Estate Agent. Throughout the year, we're going to be catching up with members of the team and finding out more about Deacon White. This is episode three. We're Deacon White, your local and experienced independent family-run estate agents. So when it comes to a moving experience, as we know the area and the market, we know how to sell your home and fast. Call us, Deacon White, to find out more on 01727 620131 or find us online at dwrealestate.co.uk. Remember, when it comes to selling your home, do it right. When it comes to selling your home, you can trust Deacon White. So I'm joined now, Matthew Lindsay. Good morning, Matthew. Oh, good morning. How are you? Very good. Good to see you. Good to talk with you as well. So, Matthew, where are you based? I'm based up in Wings, so a little village just on the outskirts between Leighton Buzzard, Aylesbury and Dunstable. So a very central position, really. Right. OK, so lovely because we're meeting all the different branches and all the different parts of Deacon White. It seems to be spread sort of far and wide, really covering the local area. Matthew, just tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have um, you been in the sort of estate agent industry? Yes, yeah, sure. So I started in 1988, so 35 years coming up now. Um, so I've been doing it a while since I left school. And it's a job that I just absolutely knew I wanted to do from from, from actually leaving school, to be honest with you. I knew it was what I wanted. Um, I'm still in it today to prove that all, not all estate agents are the same, um, as we're going to discuss, I'm sure, a little bit later. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you must have seen, I mean, without wanting to be disrespectful, but in that period of time, different changes and trends and movements, really, in, in the industry? Yeah, sure. So I've, I've, I've worked through a couple of recessions. I've seen the ups and downs of the property market. Um, and certainly I'm here with the experience and the knowledge today that I can help guide people and try and stay away from some of those pitfalls. Yeah, which is true. And just looking at sort of sort of your blog and information like that, you've worked in different parts of the country as well, haven't you? Yeah, sure. So uh, we're beds, bucks and hearts in the main, but we've worked in London, Oxford. Uh, my own experience has been uh, mainly in villages, but also working in, in central London as well. So I've worked the high high high-end marketplaces right and of course if anyone hears the phone going in the background as i say you're in the office at this moment in time so this is like sort of real real working the real working day with everything um what we're going to do today is we're going to talk a little bit about um where you're going to help guide us through um increasing the selling power of your home now is it always the way matthew that after christmas there tends to be an increase in people sort of putting their houses on the market. Yeah, sure. So the activity levels definitely after Christmas, you see a lot of people wanting to get the homes on the market, um, especially as we head towards the spring months. So um, there's a lot of stock that comes available. So trying to beat that stock's the, the message that I want to give out today, really. Right. Okay. And so there's, I don't know if they're little tricks or tips really um, that we've got down here that we're going to talk about. And the first one really is, it says to get a broker. Now, if anyone's listening and they're thinking, right, get a broker. First of all, what is a broker? A mortgage broker will help um, help you in creating the best picture of you to a bank. Uh, the problem is if you come to fill the forms in yourself, sometimes you don't necessarily know the information you're giving those banks is actually going to help you get the mortgage. Um, so you need an expert. You need somebody that knows and understands the financial markets and how to approach those banks on your behalf. And I suppose so, yeah, it's a minefield, isn't it, really? Because that's something that's continually changing as we're seeing with our financial climate. I mean, mortgage brokers are certainly worth their weight in gold. There's absolutely no doubt about it. 
Right. And what what will they do? Is it really then about judging your own personal finances, looking what's best for you? And, you know, is, is that's what it's a real kind of personalised service. Is that what they do then? It really is. It's, it's you know, not every product's going to suit everybody. Um, and it's making sure that the product that they, they look at for you are the best in the, in the open marketplace. I mean, there's there's something in the region of it's over 10,000 mortgages uh, available out there in any one point in time. So you need somebody that's going to be able to focus that down and, and, and get you to the right right lenders. Is it harder at the moment or the way we're going at the moment? You said you've got experience of sort of working through recessions. Um, for people to sort of get mortgages, do you think, as we're moving into this period? Yeah, I mean, look, there's a lot of uncertainty. A lot of people are anxious about rising inflation and interest rates at the moment. So realistically, the first point you need to start with is is, is your finances. Talk to your mortgage broker. Look at the opportunities out there. There are some opportunities with fixed rates changing, um, which will give you the opportunity of fixing your mortgage, whether it be for two years, five years. So you can sort of withstand the, the, the worries that some people have with current inflation and uh, interest rate hikes. Right. So get a broker, a key thing there. Um, but we also talk about, we're going to talk about sort of quality marketing and sort of making sure that I suppose you're presenting, is it your property in the best way? Is that what we mean by quality marketing? Yeah, I think I think first thing first, you've grabbed, you grab your buyer's attention through imagery. Uh, most people are now on websites online looking for property and that's the first thing they see is the photograph um, so making sure it's, it's a striking image um, you know and if you're using the right estate agent they will make sure your home looks good um, because if you don't do it justice nobody's going to want to view it so getting those photographs you know taken in the whilst the weather's got blue sky um, you know, grey and miserable days, you know, really won't help sell a home. So getting the maximum amount of natural light is very, very important for, for marketing. And could it be, could it be, I'm just thinking at the top of my head here, things like how you position your furniture in those photos. So you sort of maximise space and different aspects like that? Yeah, I mean, definitely you can't leave anything unfinished. So, the, you know, the couple of tips there, and you're quite right, it's, it's making sure it's minimalistic, um, but it's also those jobs that you've been putting off doing other buyers are going to see those. The photography will show it. So if you've got something you've been meaning to finish, get it finished. I think some of the best advice I've ever had is get a friend to come in and see your house that's not seen your house before and ask them what they think about your home before it goes on the marketplace because it will give you some great tips. Um, and getting those jobs finished, as I say, the imperfections fixed and then really the buyers can see you know, a, a finished product. Um, so that's my best advice, really, for marketing and uh, increasing the chances of selling whilst people come out of you. And I suppose we're, we're meaning things like if you've got um, a door that's sticking or you know a window that's cracked or something along those lines, that is going to decrease or someone's going to come in and think, well, we have that slightly cheaper because this is not done or this is you know this is slightly faulty. You know that could that could um, cause a problem, I suppose, in some ways for you. Yeah, no, most definitely. I mean, uh, one of the one of the things I asked a client to change the other week was uh, carpet on the stairs because the carpet on the stairs was particularly stained, um, and it was just putting people off. It's the first thing they saw when the front door opened. They changed that carpet. Next minute, you know, they got an offer, um, and that certainly came from a family that I think wouldn't have made that offer had they seen it in the the way it was presented before. So definitely, these things, these tips, will definitely help. 
You know, that's a really interesting point. And one of the things that we spoke about with Ed a few months back was like, you see that the love that the British public have for shows such as Homes Under the Hammer and where people will get a property. And just as you say, they would just change, paint the walls white or, you know, a plain colour or put a new carpet down or change kitchen handles and things like that. And it makes a massive difference, doesn't it? Small little small little tips like that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, all, it comes down even to your front garden, you know, making sure that you've got those bushes and he, and he leaves um, he tied it up you know it's got to, it's got to look at its best you know curbside appeal is also very important right okay so that's something that people could get on with and really focus on if you're looking around your house at this moment in time thinking getting ready for january to put it on the market have a look around see what needs to be done or as matthew says get somebody round which is a really good idea now what, what about this um tip about getting a negotiator i mean uh, is is this uh, an estate agent or who, who are we talking about with a negotiator and what's their role? Yeah, no, you're right. You're, you're, you're looking for an estate agent. I mean, most people think estate agents negotiate. Well, over the last sort of four or five years, obviously the market's been extremely positive and actually negotiations haven't necessarily been that that needed because buyers have been fighting over each other to get to that property. And we're in a slightly different marketplace, so people are going to make offers. Their first offer isn't always going to be the offer that actually the owner should accept. In many, many cases, the first offer is the lowest offer a buyer will make. Um, and you can see that buyer through negotiation, clever um, commutative uh, negotiation, you'll see that figure rise. Um, I mean, it's known that we can affect what an owner gets for their end result by negotiation. Absolutely no doubt about it. So you need somebody now that's used to this type of marketplace. So you're taking a buyer who thinks they're in a position of strength, um, who are going to make a, a lower offer in certain cases. And it's down to us to try and get that offer up as close to the price as we possibly can. And in some cases, we're still exceeding asking prices. So it is working, definitely. So you need a an estate agent that can negotiate. They've got to have experience and knowledge and understanding of, of human nature, really. And it, do you know what, Matthew? It's not a British thing, is it? We, we sort of tend to be so quick just to accept it. It's, it's, not, it's not something we're good at. No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. No, and um, one of the other tips that we've got down here is about reducing delays because so many people say when you buy a house – and it takes ages to exchange, and different things take time. It, is the pro the process is quite lengthy, isn't it? Does it have to be? It, well, yeah, I think we could we could spend a whole hour talking about right. okay. it. Fine, <laughs> but I think with with the constraints that we work under with the conveyancing system, the biggest problem is when somebody says, "I want to buy something." the longer it takes for you to actually physically give that to them, they can change their mind. So it doesn't matter whether you're buying a Mars bar, whether you're buying a car or whether you're buying a house. You've got that same burning passion, but that passion will start to dwindle as time takes hold. So you need an estate agent that's going to push. You need somebody that's not only going to be orchestrating the solicitors, the surveyors, the mortgage brokers. You need somebody that's going to work with you and wants to get you moved. Because the problem is, if you don't do this swiftly, people change their mind. Um, and that's our job, is really to ensure that we've got everybody moving at the same level, at the same pace. Can't guarantee it's always going to happen. But if you've got an agent that's trying to make it happen, you've got more chances of your move going through. Right. It's, do you know, it, it's such an insight that you're sort of given us here because um, people may have their own preconceptions of what estate agents do. But it, it, getting to know you guys over the last few months, it does sound like you're juggling so many different balls and so many different skills within your roles. 
I think I think what you've got to realise as a, an estate agent, the tip of the iceberg is selling the home. Okay, the, the major time that we spend is actually getting that that sale through to its successful completion. Somebody moves home, um, and that can take hours. You know, each day. Sometimes it can take you know um, several weeks of communication back and forth between both buyer and owner. Get to know people really well, and there's a lot of stresses along the way. Um, and lots of things get thrown in, life things do crop up. So again, it's all about speed. It's about getting it from that moment somebody says, I want to buy it and getting them moved in as swiftly as possible. Yeah. And of course, one of the other tips that you've got down here for us is about being energy efficient. So is this making sure your property um, is not leaking heat and um, that that everything's working properly? I mean, there's lots and lots to talk about this in with climate change and making sure we are efficient. Is this one of the key things? Well, I think so. I think, you know, the the, uh, government and European law... Put, put upon us energy performance certificates many years ago into the industry. And a lot of people haven't really paid an awful lot of attention to these. All of a sudden, we've now, as you say, we've got a, you know, a fuel crisis as such. We're seeing prices that we've never seen for gas and electricity. So all of a sudden, people's attention to how that property is leaking, that electricity, that gas. It can be from insulation. It can be from windows. It can be from roofs. Um, you know, that, that drafty door could be the reason why somebody's you know having to turn that heat up more so being energy efficient is going to become more and more important so double glazing that's blown that needs replacing bars are going to be looking at that as being a problem so it's something i would certainly suggest that most owners should do before coming to market is just consider the energy efficiency of their home and from the other side of it if you're buying a property can you have um is there an energy efficient certificate or test that you can do on a property Yeah, so uh, you have to have a certificate to put a property on the marketplace, whether you're buying or selling it. That certificate will give you an idea. So once you open that up, it will give you an idea of the running costs of a home. Um, So you've got some understanding, but it's between A and F, um, a little bit like you see the grass on a fridge. Um, Certainly when you see the A's and the B's and the C's, you know you've got a fairly energy efficient home. Um, D and E normally means there's things that can be done to, you know, to increase those energy efficiency levels. There's obviously going to be some properties you can't, you know, if it's a grade two listed cottage. Um, you may not be able to make those improvements to increase its efficiency any further. Uh, But in the main, most properties will fall between A and E. Right, excellent. So there we are. If people are thinking about going ahead, putting your property on the market um, in the new year, in 2023, these are the things that Matthew's recommending. Get a broker, make sure the marketing is quality, get a negotiator, you know, get an estate agent who's really going to work with you, um, reduce those delays, make sure your property is really energy efficient and nothing left unfinished. Make sure it is the finishing, the finished property. So, um, Matthew, what's it like now as you head towards Christmas? Does Is there kind of a lull before you hit this January period? What happens? Well, Johnny, I mean, a lot of people think that. If I was to tell you I've sold two personal homes in December because there is limited properties available, therefore you've got less competition. So if you are actually thinking about moving next year, don't wait. 
give me a, you know give me a call give Deakin White a call because actually marketing when there's less competition means that the buyers that are actually looking the serious buyers haven't got the choice that they're going to have in January and February um, we've actually had uh, a very very good November um, I mean it's, I'm really delighted to be able to say Johnny that you know we have smashed it um, in a month where you would expect it to be getting quieter and with obviously the media um, and, the, and the situation with interest rate rises and inflation at the moment um, to actually have had one of those months shows me that demand is still there. No matter what people see with, with price increases, they, there are people naturally want to get onto that property ladder, people that are renting, people that are mums and dads. Um, and whether they join the property ladder now or whether they join it later, um, it's, it's important that uh, we, we cater for all before Christmas as much as after Christmas. Absolutely brilliant. Matthew, listen, it's been lovely to chat with you. Lovely to find out all this, these top tips and everything. Um, wish you a good Christmas and hopefully um, we'll catch up um, in the new year. So thanks ever so much. Thanks, Johnny. Mix Weekend Breakfast, sponsored by Deakin White Estate Agents. Loving local, they know the market. Go to dwrealestate.co.uk.